Happy birthday, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Birthday Podcast with your hosts, Jackie and Dan, the number one podcast on ApplePodcast.com, dedicated to the birthdays you know and love. So without further ado, take it away, Dan. Okay, you can buy a vowel. A. Yes, there are two, or three actually, there's three A's. Um, can I solve the puzzle? Yes, you can. The Happy Birthday Podcast. Hey, that's right. You won the Wheel of Fortune. And what did you win? A brand new episode of the Happy Birthday Podcast. Starring me, your co-host, Dan, November the 10th, and... Me, Jackie, the Mole, October 12th. And, of course, producer Paul is with us here as always, and his birthday sometime in August or September. Correct. Jackie, we're happy to have you back. We know you Thank were feeling you. a little down and out. Oh, we're I'm all, fine. We were all worried about you, but your your cousin filled in with uh, filled in for you last week with, uh, yeah. I want to say, with flying collars. She did a great job. And I just want to put um, the rumors to bed if i can i have not been vaccinated um at all 19 no for anything Mm -hmm. um that would explain some of your uh conditions but well listen i don't know if you remember a couple weeks ago i had asked you guys kind of like a an intimate hypothetical question about if you had any boils on your body and like a private area um if you would yeah if you would like cut them open or you said not to cut it open. Um. Anyway, mm-hmm. that is basically what happened. Is I had a infected hair follicle on my bikini Ooh-ha. area, and I had to. I ended up having to go into the hospital. They actually had to remove all my pubic hair, which was unfortunate because it was yeah awesome. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. Big. I mean, you could always see it through your pants. And yeah. It's quite prodigious. Uh, huge, so. huge bush. Sure. So that's... People would say, what is that, a fupa? And you'd say, yeah. hey, it's my mound. i say, no, that's a fupa. Well, you know what they say. Sometimes when you burn down a forest, you fertilize the soil richer than it had ever been before. Hopefully. And you shall have some rich soil in your bathing suit area. Thank you, guys. Show you what a nice guy I am. I will let you guess. Okay. All right? And you know what? I know how guess crazy you are. I know how much of a of a thrill you get out of the guessing game. So tonight, and it is night, by the way. That doesn't matter. Whose plane that's is from, that? That's, that's me. That's my plane. <laughs> are we being bombed right now? Yeah, there's been a lot of bombings here in Portland lately with Antifa and whatnot. So we're just getting we're just getting carpet bombed. It's like a it's a blanket bombing. They're calling it. Just an all-purpose. That's why I'm down in the basement. Also, they said, "Oh, yeah, I can see you your think- lights flickering." God, it looks mm-hmm. like it looks like 1940s Britain over there. <laughs> yeah, they're bombing us, but you Antifa know, that's coming. all right. Antifa is coming. We'll do what yeah. we can. Hey, just <laughs> over here watching my city get carpet bombed. <laughs> Kimberly's here. Say hi, Kimberly. Anyway, we'll do what we can. <laughs> Did something to piss off the Antifa gods. <laughs> Anyways, we'll do what we can. 
Jackie. Yeah. We're celebrating a great man's birthday today. Shocking. A white American man. Yeah. Oh, my favorite kind. Sure, sure. I can't get enough of him, it seems like. Um, he I'd say we're celebrating his birthday, but he's not because he's dead in the grave. Damn. Died about oh 12, 13 years ago. He was an actor. He was a Hollywood movie star. Now I know that you've watched a lot of movies. I don't know, and I don't know all of your viewing habits, but I don't think you've probably watched a lot of this guy's movies. Okay. A lot of stuff. Uh, got to start in the 50s. A lot of his most famous works in the 60s and 70s. I have to say, it's kind of embarrassing to admit as a, a cinephile, mm-hmm. I haven't really seen a ton of his movies. He was in a movie about hockey. I'll give you that. Okay. He may live on in the cultural memory a bit more for a product that he uh, lent his name to, a company... <laughs> Okay. That you might see on the the uh, shelves of the grocery store or grocery store. Okay. Um, is oh. this ringing any? Yeah, Paul Newman. There we go! Nice. Oh my god, this episode's gonna be like 10 seconds long. You got that so good. Yeah, you're right. I don't know any of his films. I thought he was like a race car driver. No, he oh, was, he in was cars. that too. One thing I really enjoy his is the Newman's Southwest dressing. McDonald's in single serve packs, and it's my favorite dressing. Wow! I can't find well, it anywhere else. At least it's free, though. They just hand those out, right? So you just go through the drive-through and say, they don't "I'll have, have my they packets, don't please." Have salads anymore? No, you're wrong. I, That's a bummer. Right here, Did you Wal- fu- such a- Walmart.com. The Southwest Newman's dressing. New- Newman's own Southwest Ranch. You got me fucked up right now. And we'll be posting a link to that on Instagram. Could you we'll just DM me the link that. real quick? Mm-hmm. It's out of stock. It's only $2. It's out of stock. I was going to say, we could actually be buying salad dressing online live on the podcast. I don't think that's ever been done before. Ugh, you don't understand how disappointed I am right now. We can, I have we to can say, move I don't on. think I've ever tried that dressing. Oh my God, there's a horse I, on the cover of I could this go dressing. On. And on and on Is about there? McDonald's, salad, what? ranch. They don't have salads at all at McDonald's anymore? Not at my McDonald's. No, that uh, this is. I think it's a COVID thing because the the one in Harvey has like a super reduced menu too. And when you go to like a normal McDonald's, they still have all the normal stuff. It's a COVID thing because they you have to like touch it, put it in the thing, which makes me wonder what they were doing before COVID to those salads. Oh, he was in a bunch of movies. Uh, Cars, Cars (laughs) Three, which came out after he died. Um, He's like Tupac. Check it out. Yo. Yeah, Paul Newman's kind of the Tupac of the Pixar universe. <laughs> the um, salad dressing universe. Yeah, he keeps dropping new salad dressings. He's died in 2008. With all those racist hats on the cover? Well, it's not racist. He was actually very pro-civil rights and very uh, liberal, and liberals can't be racist. <laughs> and, fun fact, I haven't even gotten into the bio yet that I prepared. He was actually colorblind, so he oh. wouldn't even have seen race. <laughs> okay. He wouldn't Everyone have even seen the he wouldn't have even seen the fire behind him on the Southwest Ranch bottle with the horse jumping into the fire. That's probably how they made the damn stuff. You think they had a horse jump through fire while the dressing was being made? <laughs> That's what the dressing is. It's just roast horse. That's how you get that smoky flavor. Smoke, yeah. Pureed <laughs> smoked horse. Just the whole horse jumps the, into with it. the adobe peppers. Yeah. I mean, have you seen yeah. any of the other Newmans? Yeah, I've um, seen them all. I've been, I go to the grocery store every day. So here we go with our recurring segment, The Life of Paul Newman. 
Whether it's on your DVD shelf or in your refrigerator, there's no denying that Paul Newman is a classic American household name. Paul Newman was born January 26, 1925 in Honey Mustard Heights, Ohio. Like so many others during the Great Depression, Newman's family faced serious financial struggles during his upbringing. As a child, he was often forced to eat undressed salad with his dinner. This trauma made an indelible and inedible influence on young Paul, who vowed that once he could afford it, he would never again eat any greens not slathered in thick, creamy dressing. After barely graduating high school, Newman enlisted in the U.S. Navy, serving in the Pacific Theater in World War II. It was during his time in the Pacific Theater that Newman first fell in love with the theater. After the war, he made his way to Hollywood, California. On his first day in town, he spotted an ad in Variety magazine from 20th Century Fox stating they were looking for a new man. With his last name, Paul knew he was a shoe-in. While the road to stardom can be rocky for most actors, Newman's burgeoning career was bolstered by the fact that he was notably a handsome man, in an era where most men were extremely difficult to look at. He quickly became a top box office attraction, starring in tens of thousands of films in the 1960s and 70s. Despite his wealth and fame, Paul Newman never forgot his hard-scrabble childhood, and in the 1980s he founded the nonprofit Newman's Own Food Company, dedicated to the idea that no child should ever have to go to bed having eaten an undressed salad. To get the word out about his new venture, Newman made an appearance at the Los Angeles County Fair in a dunk tank filled with his signature ranch dressing. Fairgoers were eager to get a chance at dunking their screen idol, and Newman was repeatedly submerged into the deep vat of ranch that hot summer afternoon. His sloppy stunt paid off, as the Newman's own brand has consistently ranked in the salad dressing top 40 in grocery stores across America ever since. Like so many other rich and famous men, Paul Newman had a passion for auto racing. Whether he was in the stands or behind the wheel himself, there was never any doubt that Newman was indeed a fan of race cars. He once quipped in an interview, the faster the car, the happier I am. To clarify, he added, what can I say? I enjoy car racing. Paul Newman passed away in 2008 at the age of 117 with his late wife Joanne by his side. Per his last wishes, Newman's ashes were scattered amongst batches of his various mass-produced salad dressings, guaranteeing that every consumer could get one last taste of the Hollywood legend. While today his silver screen stardom may be a fading Tinseltown memory, Newman still commands the red carpet treatment at grocery stores across the country, even from beyond the grave. And, uh... You know, I hope that we can say the same about ourselves uh, in the event of our untimely passing. So, Paul Newman, I, uh, I wish I had a little ramekin of your dressing to, to do a toast and salute a great man and an, uh, a new man also. Wow. Happy birthday, Paul Newman. Interesting stuff. And Jackie, I was thinking, uh, you know, that, that dunk take uh, yeah. story. I was thinking you probably wouldn't mind uh, doing that with a tank of that Southwest. No, so. no, no. I would love yeah. that. We should do that. We should arrange um, that. This summer, for one Lower Harbor, Marquette, Michigan. Yep, we're doing a live event. We're booking it now. So he was uh, old. He was like. He was uh, very old. And uh, his last acting work, actually on his deathbed, he recorded a voice part for Cars 3, the oh. Disney Pixar film. And they were able to get enough, um, you know, kind of archival recordings that he's going to, they're going to have his voice in these Cars movies for decades and decades Oh, to come. good. It so, reminds me a little bit of Elmer Ajo. Mm-hmm. Elmer Ajo. Why don't you, t- you know, some of our listeners may not be familiar. Why don't you t- t- talk to us a little bit about Elmer Ajo? Well, huh? if Paul Newman is the Tupac of Pixar, Elmer Ajo would be the Tupac of local UP radio. Uh, mm-hmm. He passed 
several years ago, but they still air his show every Saturday night. And I got to tell you, I don't know how they do it. I think he's still alive. He is toast. No, no. Yes, he is. He's very dead. Look that up. He's Elmer not alive. Still alive. He died like three years ago. Almarajo, if you're not dead, please give us a call. He listens to this. Paul will give you 25 bucks. I will. I'll give you 25 Hashtag bucks. Hashtag. And I'm sorry. Call me Elmarajo. Yeah. Um, you were saying something, Jackie, before. Do you uh, think Mr. Newman and Mr. Bean ever did car stuff together? Yeah, uh, Mr. Bean was in Cars magazine, and then Paul Newman was in the movie Cars. So there's there probably a go. crossover there. It there. Is. Yeah. It's a race. <laughs> I actually did watch Rat Race almost immediately after we discussed Mr. Bean. I just love that movie so much. No pun intended. What I will say is yes. that we need to go take a commercial break, and we'll be right back. Let's face it, between work, school, raising the kids, and taking care of the yard, it's impossible to find the time to slow down and just take a deep breath. Throw a global pandemic on top of all that, and you've got a recipe for nonstop teeth-grinding anxiety. That's why I can't stress enough how strongly I recommend our sponsor, CBDMD. When you sign up for CBDMD, you get a weekly supply of CBD-infused sodas, lotions, tinctures, and creams delivered right to your door. CBD is not only proven to provide 100% relief to all of your aches and pains, it will also take your stress and anxiety levels all the way down to a manageable 0.0. CBDMD products are completely THC-free and non-habit-forming, but once you get started on your daily intake of CBD, you'll wish it was addictive, because take it from me, you won't be able to live without this stuff. About a month ago, I ran out of my weekly CBD supply five days before my next shipment was set to arrive. From Wednesday to Sunday, every muscle in my body howled in agony, and the chronic anxiety that I thought I had a handle on came roaring back with a vengeance. I couldn't sleep for more than 20 minutes at a time, and my typical laid-back demeanor gave way to a hair-trigger temper. I was screaming at my wife, sobbing at my own reflection in the mirror, and that weekend I even got into a fistfight with my mailman. Fortunately for me, CBDMD came through with my Monday delivery just as the visual hallucinations were starting to set in. I chugged six delicious CBD seltzers, applied their cooling balm all over my body, and settled in for a much-needed 72-hour nap. Now that I'm back in the CBD saddle again, it doesn't even phase me that I'm living alone in a cheap transient motel for the foreseeable future. So don't wait even another second. Sign up for CBDMD today and say goodbye to all of your physical and emotional pain. And honey, if you're listening to this, my phone's been turned off, but if you want to reach me, just call the front desk at the Come Inside Motel. I should be in my room pretty much always. You guys miss just going down to the comedy clubs. I mean, this lockdown life, you know. Don't you guys miss when we all go down to the comedy store or Pasquale's and work on our bits, you know? Joey Diaz and Bobby Lee and everyone will be down there. I got a bit. I do have a, a bit. So I'm at home the other day. My my daughter comes up to me and she says, "Oh, Daddy, I'm nervous. Daddy, I've got butterflies in my stomach." I say, "Uh, yeah, I'd be nervous too if I just ate a bunch of butterflies." <laughs> Your kid's fucking stupid. That's disgusting. From why my, like yeah, why got, weren't you paying attention to her? How long she was, was she by yard. herself? Well, it's a it's a joke. I mean In the front yard? Backyard. I have butterflies in the front yard. <laughs> <laughs> it's respectable. I live in Portland. We're okay. Keep back. Yeah. <laughs> it's my backyard business. HOA would not allow that. We're back. All right. We're back. Um we are back, and I once again 
forgot about the part where I'm supposed to come up with clues before you guess. So, I do have a guy for you. It is a guy. Man, I get so sick of just talking about guys all the time. Well, but he's cool. He's not a rock star. He's not a movie Uh, star. Okay. He doesn't make dressing. He probably has a, a fast car or two at this point, but I highly doubt that's like a hobby of his. So he's alive? He's with us today? He's alive. He is How alive. How old is he today? He is, he was born in 1961, so you do the math, because I two can't. Years, two years older than your My mom, mom. yeah. He's 50, year, he's golden, two like years golden younger. 50 today. What did I say? Older. Two years younger, yeah. It's hard because the numbers are higher, but the age is younger. Okay, so he's a, he's a 50 years old. He's from Canada. Okay. And he plays a professional sport. Played. Played. Yes, he's retired. Is he a hockey man? Yes. Wayne Gretzky? It is! <laughs> wow! The most famous Canadian hockey man. Wayne this, Gretzky. This is like a lightning round. Here, hold on. Since it's a lightning round, let's do another quick guess. Can you guess his middle Wayne name? Wayne Gret. Oh, uh... <laughs> Douglas. Weird. It is weird. I don't have a lot to say, but I have okay. a substantive... Sub- substantive... It's juicy. I like the first one. There's a lot of juice, and it's a little berry. He was born on this day in 1961. He's Canadian. Happy birthday, Wayne. He was... Uh, he played hockey until he was 39, um, 20 seasons in the NHL, four different teams. He retired in 99. He's been called the greatest hockey player ever. His nickname was The Great One, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, and let me tell you a little bit about him. His winning style relies upon teamwork and light speed, unspoken communication with his ice mates. Many have claimed that his great skill comes from a place of the supernatural. Stories from all over the world lay evidence to these claims, like one time when he was playing with the Oilers. And the story goes like this. Gretzky gets the puck. The pressure is palpable in the arena. The score is tied and there are mere seconds left on the clock. Gretzky closes his eyes and skates clear across the rink. The opposing team players part like the Red Sea, leaving a clear line of travel for the Great One to float effortlessly through the offense and sink the puck in the net. Scoring the winning points with no time left on the clock. Not a single one of those five players have any memory of why or how they came to the decision to abandon their offensive positions and let Wayne through. But dozens of accounts from fans and players alike give this story agency. Does the Great One have supernatural powers that allow him to manipulate the opposing team? What methods was he using to communicate with his teammates instantaneously and without fail? Perhaps we'll never know. For Wayne is retired from the NHL and using his time wisely to invest his winning fortunes into up-and-coming e-commerce companies. He is now the CEO of Stamps.com and even has his own 90-foot bronze statue in front of their headquarters in El Segundo, California. He also shares a chair position on the board of popular eateries Einstein's Bagels and Soup Plantation, the latter honoring his fame with a permanent menu item named after him, a bowl of swordfish stew with a side of ice water named the Great Bowl. What a wise and powerful man. I look forward to visiting Soup Plantation and ordering that grape bowl soon. It sounds delicious. Absolutely. Happy Soup birthday, Planta- Wayne Gretzky. Happy birthday, Wayne. Soup Plantation almost sounds like Paula Dean might want to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Get her down there. Um, 
Well, that's fascinating. You know, I know, I never, I was, I always knew not much. No, no, didn't know much about Wayne Gretzky except for hockey. And you still hockey. don't because. And I still don't. There's almost no knowing, information in that. So. Right. Well, a lot of bronze statues I mean, of the man. Oh, many. Yeah. yeah. See, that's what I was gonna say. Was you're talking about some of the supernatural side of, of Wayne Gretzky, and mm-hmm. I think you better keep an eye on that 90 foot statue because I think he could probably animate that thing to mm. life if you want. And you don't want to get on the wrong side of that slap shot because it'll fucking kill you. Well, I do want to say he uh, <laughs> he does not lay any claim to any supernatural powers. He said he got all of his hockey playing instincts from his dad. Soup. So supernatural. I wonder if there's some kind of synergy there. They've got a supernatural soup where the bowl is actually soup. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. And the bread is the <laughs> the soup is the it's porcelain. You have to throw it out. The bread is yes. The soup is porcelain. It's a porcelain orb surrounded by hot tomato chowder. Oh, I would love that. Wayne. Wow, I can't wait to meet well, you guys there. And excuse the sports talk, listeners. We don't often get into sports, but I guess every now and then we have to. I know. But, it is uh, I mean, I'm a big sports guy. I try to throw out as many sports references as we can. You guys know that I'm every every time you're not talking to me, I'm usually t- talking to the TV about, or I'm watching, I'm watching the TV <laughs> and there's sports on. I well, we it gets edited out, but you're like, come on! Yeah, he's always yelling, hot dogs flying out of his mouth. <laughs> you call that a call? <laughs> you fuck, dude! You call that skating? Why don't you tighten those up and then try again when you come out on my rink? When you come out on the people's rink. Is that, is that the wrestling people's, or hockey? The people's autonomous rink. <laughs> well, all we can say is happy birthday. Can, nope. can you say it? And again. And. <laughs> wow. All we can say is happy birthday, Wayne Gretzky, and play ball. <laughs> After hearing about all this, this different things we've been talking about, I think I need to take me a little break and listen to our commercial which is from one of our sponsors. When we come back, uh, I don't want to give anything away, but let's just say it's going to be a weekly wildcard segment with Bruce Bond. So. Hello. This Wayne, CEO Stamps.com. Good news for you if you like to go to the post office. With Stamps.com, you still have to go to the post office. When you get Stamps.com, you sign up, you pay 20 US dollars per month, you buy your own printer, your own sticky paper for the printer, your ink, everything for the printing labels. You then package and print all of your items and then you bring them down to the post office and you give them to the postman. You give him no money, I give him no money. Postman does all the work and I get all the money and you own all you have to do is you do the other work where you print and package your own shipping labels and then you pay me the $20 a month plus the cost of shipping and now stamps.com would like to give you an offer for first-time customers so use the code hashtag jgf at the checkouts and we will give you your first three dollars in shipping free on us and that is thanks to me when the ceo of stamps.com thank you there's been all this you know talk about who's getting the vaccine when are they getting the vaccine and i think just streamline the whole thing nationwide program alphabetical by last name 
How are you going to get a list of everyone in the country? They have it. They Yeah, the postman probably it. has it. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Katie, and I'm calling from sure. Portland, Oregon. So now we're going to flip it up, and we're going to leave the guessing to the professionals. Dan and Jackie are professional guessers. I love that. We well, this, this jolly good fellow is a man, and he died yeah, today uh, at the age of 70. I got kids. I'm, I'm starting to like have to pee. Um, Come on, let her ask the damn side. question, you son okay. of a bitch. Yeah, so... He was the vice president to Gerald Ford. Oh. Ford. Is his last name Rockefeller? Yes. Wow. What was his first name, though? Henry. Yes. Nice. Hey, look at that. My My esoteric knowledge. Katie, I understand you have a bit of a bio, even. I do, and I took a lot of time to, to research and, and make it for you guys, and I really hope you enjoy it. I, yes, so strap more in. more than I do. Birthed with the aid of a silver spoon and the blood and sperm of the wealthiest man on earth, this jolly dead fellow inherited all the cheat codes to being rich, white, and influential while still having daddy issues. Nelson Rockefeller was a miserable middle child. His dad, granddad, and brother confusingly all had the same name of John D, which led to Nelson feeling traumatized and misled about who was who. Sad little Nelson would spend hours as a child swimming in his vault of gold coins and emeralds. Ruled by the planet Saturn, Nelson Rockefeller couldn't help but exploit others for his own gain. His bi-monthly satanic ritual started as an executive retreat, but ultimately led to more sociopathic extreme behavior and the position of vice president. Wielding the power of Lucifer and the free will of the nation, Nelson made many bipartisan decisions. The power of Satan allowed him to reach across the aisle, but he was considered too liberal by his conservative friends, which ultimately lost him respect in Washington. His grasp on humanity and his constituents can be explained by his decision of life sentences without parole for non-violent drug offenders. After Rockefeller politely asked drug offenders to apologize for the way they spoke about the devil's lettuce, they all refused. So he locked everyone up and threw sand in their eyes. Soon after, he died of a heart attack when he accidentally wandered onto the set of cult classic film, The Warriors. He believed his life in peril when men in makeup and Yankee uniforms approached, and then he croaked. Because Nelson was so tight with the Prince of Darkness, he was welcomed into the everlasting fire of Hades. His immortal presence is still strongly felt long after his death. Witnesses describe it as the sensation of impending doom, making them relive memories of his cruel, extreme aggression. An anonymous Illuminati source confirms that the soul of Nelson Rockefeller has been reincarnated into the body of Angelica Houston, who channels his haughtiness, making herself indispensable to directors of Hollywood. This jolly dead fellow died as he lived, one of the richest men in the world. The Rockefellers are still notoriously known for being the world's first billionaire family, but they are now more commonly known as owning a popular ice skating rink in Manhattan, New York, New York. There we go. That's a great Damn. Okay, all right. Well, Katie, thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. I had so much fun. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy, Happy birthday to you. Follow us on Instagram at HBDPOD, hashtag JGFGang, hashtag... Um, suicide. Hashtag suicide. Hashtag conditioner <laughs> is better. Hashtag squid gang. Hashtag call me El Marajo and hashtag piss life. If you were listening to Jackie, as I always do, you heard her say, follow us on Instagram.com. <laughs> and again. You can edit that. To make the it, no, I, I can only do one take on that. <laughs> if you were listening to Jackie, as I am always when she's talking, you heard her say, follow us on Instagram.com. HBDOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOPBOP
<laughs> and frankly, again, it's crucial that you share the podcast with a family member or someone you love. Send the damn thing to your dad, idiot. Yeah. Yeah, anyone. Everyone's always saying, oh, I got to call my dad, blah, blah, blah. Well, call him up. <laughs> Put the phone up to your radio speaker <laughs> and tell him what's going on. People, yeah. we need more listeners. Okay? We're trying to dance around the subject. We need more viewership. Listeners. Our algorithms are getting crushed. I'm watching them right now. This will I mean, be broadcast we'll we can, on but... 103.7 FM on Saturday nights. Classic birthday country gold. Thank you, Elmer Ajo. <laughs> Anyways. So thank you. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Nelson Rockefeller. Thank you, Joe Ford. Thank you, Wayne Gretzky. Thank you, Paul Newman. Thank you. Uh, Walmart.com for bringing the Southwestern dressing right to Jackie's door as soon as it's back in stock. We will have a link in our merch store, and we will um, probably look at that book that talks about our birthdays and how attractive I am and how loose Jackie's dolls are. <laughs> we'll do what we can. We'll do what we can. Happy birthday.